it's 100% sure that you will improve drastically if you start out your own podcast. Guaranteed. And you, if you do it, yes, guaranteed. And if you do it on a regular basis, of course. 100% guaranteed. Welcome to Stolaroid Stories, a podcast that will help you improve your English through inspiring conversations and personal stories. I'm Fabio Cerpelloni. I'm a professional English teacher. Welcome to the show. Ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of Stolaroid Stories. Welcome guys. Welcome to episode 55. In this episode, you will hear Daniel Goodson. Daniel is a learner of English, a language learner because he's also learning Italian now. A language learner based in Switzerland. Daniel started his own podcast in 2016 in English. He started this podcast in English to improve his language skills. So he said, okay, I want to improve my English. What am I going to do? I'm going to start my own podcast. That's basically what he did. And uh, he's got two shows now he's got My Fluent Podcast and The Vocab Man. On My Fluent Podcast, he interviews guests. I was one of his guests as well. He interviews uh, teachers, other language learners, other podcasters, and he's even interviewed Luke Thompson from Luke's English Podcast. So he's really serious about this. Um, and on the vocab man, he teaches expressions that he has learned, he has recently learned. I think what he's doing is amazing in terms of language learning. I think what he's doing is really creative. It's fun. And I think you should do it too. I think you should consider the option of starting your own podcast in order to speak English every day if you want, even every day. All right, uh, you will find all the links to his shows and to the episode also, to the episode I was a guest on because I was a guest on his show and we talked about storytelling. I was on YouTube as well with him. Uh, so you will find all the links in the show notes. Get ready now. Get ready to listen to Daniel. It's now story time. Daniel Goodson. Welcome to Stolaroid Stories. Uh, finally, we get to talk on my show. I've been on your on your show, and finally, you are here on my show. Welcome, Daniel. Hello, Fabio. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. I always feel very inspired by what you by what you've been doing. So, because you're a you're a you're a learner of English, right? An advanced learner of English. And you have not one, but two podcasts. When did you start podcasting? So first off, thank you very much, Fabio. And I am, I am so glad what you have said, because actually my focus number one or the goal number one is really to inspire people. So when you say you, <laughs> you have been inspired and then I am, I'm really, really glad to, to hear that. And so I actually, I started out podcasting back in 2016 
And back then I was not able to speak English fluently. And so this was like my plan that I can record myself and then little by little becoming more confident and then able to speak better because I had nobody to speak to in English. And for me, it was like a, a no brainer to start out podcasting also because I, I am, I am still a, a, an avid podcast listener. So this is really my passion, my thing. <laughs> so you, you're saying that you weren't fluent in English, uh, but you, s no, no. And how did you, like, you were not fluent in English, but you started a podcast in English, right? Exactly. So, yes. I mean, were you not scared when you started doing it? Scared or intimidated? <laughs> yes, I was indeed. I was more than scared because actually it took me more than two years from having this idea to then actually put it into practice. So I was scared, but I have to, to say that it was a, a slow journey because yeah, you, you can record yourself, you can make a script. So in the very beginning, it was all a hundred percent scripted. And then I just, I, I read out loud a text basically. And then little by little, I became more confident. And then I, I made an interview, but it was not in real life. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I actually, I sent the questions to, to a teacher from, from Canada and then he responded me. So oh. it was really little by little. Then after that, I, I, I made real interviews. Okay, so the, the, in, the first interview that you uh, created, the first podcast interview that you had was just like you, you sent questions and this teacher replied to you and you basically included her or his replies uh, into your episodes, into your episode. Yes. Ah. Yes, that is absolutely right. Okay. Yes. Well, that's uh, that's very clever. So you you didn't go out there, like you didn't start interviewing people live, live on the podcast. You just no. okay, it was more offline, no, no. <laughs> offline. Yes, okay. because in the very first episodes, I I also I talked about how to become fluent, right? So I talked different methods how i try to become fluent and then interviewing other people was like one of those methods that i had so my idea was to to become better by interviewing people and then all of a sudden yeah i, I really i loved it and then i i i kept going i kept going by interviewing people because it's what I really love. I love to hear other people's story stories mm. and uh, I just kept with it basically. Okay. Okay. So it, it was a podcast about language learning. So you started speaking about yes. uh, how to become fluent. Is that right? Exactly. Because 
because yes because my podcast is called my fluent podcast so it was meant to like a diary or like like exchanging ideas how to become fluent in a language and and then yeah i began to to integrate other people's opinions i even gave the microphone away to other learners and i invited experts i invited teachers i invited learners so mm. it's really it's a little bit a, a, a mixed bag i don't know if i can say mm. that but you you can't really put a finger on what my fluent podcast actually is because usually um the experts tell you that it is wise to keep a format mm. right to 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 always keep your format because otherwise people will be annoyed and in my case i just did or i i'm just doing what i want to do right so <laughs> and that's the philosophy and also i have to say that in my case podcasting was like my method but it was not wise because usually the experts say you have to have a, a smart goal and my goal was to become fluent in english right and and also in other languages and it is absolutely not wise it's not a smart goal but for me i loved it and and uh, i succeeded i would say i succeeded because now i'm here with you having a conversation and i get into touch with people from all over the world mm. from countries which i i did i i didn't know anything about mm. and it's just amazing because also i have to say that i am an introvert i am rather shy and this was also like a vehicle for me to come out of my comfort zone and to to get in touch with people and i have to say that even in my mother tongue i am not the type of guy who who talks with strangers or who tells his story to everyone i am more reserved mm -hmm. and yes yes and how how did you i mean how do you get in touch with with people like wh what did you do in the beginning so you just emailed people and said hi i'm a learner of english i have this podcast would you like to be my guest is this what you yes yes but it was really hard in the beginning because it's not like today today everyone knows what a podcast is so for example i went to some forums and i i made a post in which i asked people to come onto my show i maybe i asked people on facebook but oftentimes it was really difficult because people they didn't understand what i was going for mm. and that's why it was easy for example i also reached out to my idols as i told you before i am an avid podcast listener so what i did was so this is this is a step further right <laughs> so when when i became a little bit more confident for example i i wrote an email to luke thompson which um he is the host of luke's english podcast and 
He is also a great inspiration to me and is also a reason, one of the reasons why I started out. Mm. And I, I, I asked him, would you, would you mind coming onto my show and, and giving an interview? And, and he said, yes. <laughs> and, and this was back in 2017. And I have to tell you that I think I, I didn't ask very good questions because I was just so nervous because it's like you're you're talking to your idol and hmm. and I don't know and and also because of of the language it's not my my own language but in the end I, I was really scared I I was nervous but it was all worth it right because after that I I was like wiser yeah <laughs> and and I had more knowledge and also the the experts or learners they all shared their stories their tips and tricks and that way i could learn a lot of stuff all related to to language learning that's great so you're an avid avid podcast listeners uh how so you you, you said that um uh you learned a lot you learned a lot from from your guests from the conversations that, oh, that yes. you've had with your guests. What about in terms of um, language learning? What about your English? How has that improved as a result of uh, of podcasting? Can you be specific? It maybe? Him, like yeah. okay, you became okay. you became more fluent, of course, because not of yes. course, but you know, the more you speak, the more fluent you get, right? What what else? Mm -hmm. What are the mm -hmm. aspects exactly. of your English? Yeah, it's a huge question, but I I will try to yeah. to explain it. So, for example, uh, you have to to write the show notes. So it's not that you are just speaking into your microphone. It's also all the all the parts that come before and afterwards. It's reaching out to people, like convincing them like also making them comfortable during the interview it's it's about listening because you have to become a really good listener otherwise you are not a good interviewer mm. so so my listening skills improved drastically mm. also because i i then i focused on other interviews and i tried to to implement other styles or i tried to to copy or, or to, to get inspired by other shows. Yeah. And that, in the consequence, made me a better listener. And also, yeah, as a whole, I mean, also how I talk to people because I, I'm, not a, I'm not comfortable or I was not comfortable talking to other people. So it even influenced my way of of talking in my mother tongue <laughs> wow it's it's uh for me it's yeah it's incredible it, and and what else yeah it, it's a, it's a difficult question well no no it, it's um i mean uh, you've improved in so many ways uh this is this is clear and the show notes um the show notes do you mean as show notes i mean um the description of the episode right yeah because after after you you publish an episode then you have to 
write the show notes and that's also a way to um to practice writing right exactly that's and, what i what i was mm, trying to to say it's it's a uh, writing the show notes like uh, making the chapters and also i have to say that i learned a lot of new expressions for example when i go over when i edit an interview then usually a lot of phrasal verbs come up a lot of idiomatic expressions come up and then because i re-listen to the interview then i i learned vocabulary new vocabulary and as you know i have a, a second podcast which mm. is called the vocab man yep. and from time to time i also took some small snippets audio smith snippets from from an expression and i used it on the vocab man and there i i dive i dived deep i explained the expression and that way it was like a, a revision and i could also teach others so for me it was like a, a win-win situation it's like a, it's like a whole package right podcasting yeah. with, because it comes with with a lot of different components yes. yeah um, and th yeah tell us a little bit more about the vocab man so first you started my fluent podcast in 2016 and w when did you start the vocab man the vocab man um i started the vocab man around 2016 as well but i didn't publish that many episodes mm -hmm. so it was on halt during mm -hmm. a long longer period of time and sometimes i would not publish an episode so sometimes I, I would research something and that is maybe also relevant when it comes to, to my fluent podcast because sometimes I, I even I read a whole book because I knew I had an interview with, with, a, with a translator and, and he had a book and, and, and I then, yeah, I read the book. So hmm. for me, sometimes it's like a project, a, a one episode becomes like like a project hmm. or i can give you another example if if it's okay for you yeah sure because once i i read out loud a book that is in the public domain for um librivox maybe you are aware of it librivox mm. librivox they they made they 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 are making audiobooks for mm. the public domain so you can volunteer, you can read out loud books that are in the public domain so that they can publish it then. And it's, it's completely free. So you, you are meant to read out loud different chapters. Okay. So one episode was about that because I tried to read out loud different chapters and then I focused on the right pronunciation, intonation mm. and so on. Because I didn't want to make a fool out of myself, right? Because when mm -hmm. I contribute something like that, then I, I want to contribute with something that is with good value, right? And, yeah. and this was one one topic, one episode. And then I 
I shared my experience and then I, I moved on to the next episode. Yeah, I think uh, the fact that you have an audience uh, when you when you have a show, when you have a podcast show or when you're reading a book aloud that you know people will listen to, that's like I mean that that pushes you to to use the best version of your English, I think, right? Because you know that you have an audience, you know that people there are there there will be people out there listening to what you to what you say. And uh do you feel I mean do, do you think this is motivating for you or or maybe not so much? I would say yes, it is an an extra boost because mm. you know that there are people who are listening and I remember that once I I also made a, a call to action on one of my episodes nobody reacted and then mm. I, I was a little bit sad and then after two weeks after two weeks I, I had only one one reaction and and this was so cool for me because yeah again it was an, an idol <laughs> who I, I know and who I listened to and and so for me it was like Christmas and birthday and I don't know <laughs> What else? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you, you, you never know who is listening. Yeah. And also I had people who told me that because of me, they started out with their own podcast. And wow. for me, this is already worthwhile because it, it's, yeah, you, you can't measure that. Exactly. It has not, nothing to do um, with money for me, right? It's, it's a, a labor of, of love so to say yeah so it's uh I, i think when you are a content creator like you're a podcaster or a, um you create videos on youtube or you have a blog i you and i are one of those right are one of those people who create content and i think it's um the most important thing when you're a content creator is i think is to just do what you like doing okay and expect nothing so you shouldn't expect to have millions of views millions of downloads you just do it because you like doing it like i like i love doing um this i love recording a podcast and having my own show and and you know i don't expect to to become famous i'm not doing it because I want to become famous. I'm doing it to make an impact, to make a change. And I think you're doing it for the same reason. But if you're doing it with the aim to become, you know, this mm, super influencer online, uh, well, I mean, you can, but I would start small like you did. And then things will will come if you're making good content, if you're creating good content. Do you agree with this? Yes, I agree with you. And of course, if you are making a living out of it, then yeah, you have to to be very um, specific or you have to to have a plan, right? So in my case, yeah, it's, it's a hobby and that's all. I, I want to have fun and For me, it's so valuable to get in touch with with other people because 
to be honest, sometimes it's really hard to to get in touch um, with other people um, because uh, I don't know. Maybe there are so many different apps and opportunities that people they they have too many opportunities. That's it, and and they don't give too too much attention to to uh, to to one. Uh, connection maybe i can't explain it right now but 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 i think i have noticed that yeah it it becomes difficult i i I, maybe it's clearer when i give you an example there are many apps like tandem um, where you can find people with whom you can practice languages but it seems to me that oftentimes these people they they don't want to to practice they are there uh I, I don't know why, but it doesn't seem to me that they want to practice. And and I remember this was a couple of years ago. I I asked a bunch of questions just to to have a conversation because I was there to practice languages. And then the the answer was, why do you ask me that? And because and, <laughs> we are here to practice say, language. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. For me, uh, podcasting is also great because you have you have a topic and people who come to your show, they can relate with you and you, you have a topic that you can discuss and, and then, uh, yeah, it's like a little bit like a community or, or like a family because everyone has something in common and you can exchange ideas and, and grow together. Hmm. Absolutely. Do you think you've improved more by listening to podcasts or having your own podcast show? This is also a very difficult question because how do I measure it? I can't measure it because, yes, I, I listened more to podcasts than, than I have been recording myself. So now the question is, what was, what was it that boosted my, my English skills? It's really hard to tell, but I think it's both. Uh, it's a mix of both, maybe. It's just that sometimes, yeah, you, you, if you never speak, how can you practice? I, I think now on second thought, I would rather say that listening to podcasts helped me more to get fluent in English. Because I have to tell you also that there were even periods of the times in which I only recorded myself maybe 20 minutes in two weeks and that's it. That was all that I have been practicing my mm. English mm. when it comes to speaking, right? Mm-hmm. And I see. On, on the other hand, when I had a lot of interviews in a very short period of time, this was the time when, yeah, when I get really comfortable confident about myself so yeah i can't answer your question (laughs) i don't know the answer (laughs) yeah it's it's very it's impossible to measure because listening is more you know you're not producing language you're you're receiving language podcasting is more producing language if you're speaking into a microphone so uh i think both are equally valuable i mean they are essential not valuable they're essential 
if you want to learn a language. You must produce and you must receive language. Um, okay, and um, I wanted to ask you also, so you, you talked about Luke from Luke's English podcast. Who else was on your show that maybe is, maybe not as famous as Luke, but some other influential people in, in the language learning industry? Yes. Or, mm. So, for example, Chris Broholm, he is the host of the actual Fluency podcast. He's a podcaster from Sweden. But he's not that active anymore when it comes to his own podcast show. But I think he has created a lot of language learning courses these days. So I interviewed also, for example, Greg from the UK. I think you, you know him as well because you were also a guest on his show. Yeah, and uh, Craig, yes, yes. Craig, yes. <laughs> And who else? So there are many learners that are not so well known, of course. One podcast guest or one guest I had was Juan from Español con Juan because I have been learning Spanish as well. And he has a great podcast in which he obviously speaks in Spanish. And it was a, a really cool interview because it was the very first time in which I listened to him speaking in English, right? And he told his own personal story, how he learned English. And also it was uh, interesting to hear that, that he was a little bit ashamed of his English and that he, he is not so confident, even though he he has been living in the UK. So to me, yeah, it was a really interesting and yeah, a, a real life uh, conversation like uh, which uh, went really deep down. And yeah, so cool. Yes, cool. <laughs> um, it's great when you get to when you get to interview your people you really admire like um, I I interviewed Christian from Kangaroo English and that to me was kind of you know I I'd only seen Christian on YouTube and then when you become you know when you when you start creating content like you have this idea that these people are there they are kind of th these famous people people of the internet but then if you send them an email, they reply and you can have them as a guest. So there's nothing that you should worry about if you want to, um, if, you, if you'd like to start a podcast. Uh, by the way, when you started your podcast, did you have any special equipment? Because maybe some learners might think, but, you know, starting a podcast, I have to spend a lot of money on a microphone I need to, I'm not good with technology. Uh, how did you start? How did you first start? Well, I had a, a microphone, but a very cheap one. 
And I have to say that these days, I mean, if, if you have a, an iPhone, for example, it's absolutely sufficient. I mean, the microphone is, is just great and you don't need to, to spend a lot of money. And even the podcast hosts are for free. Well, some of them. I think Anchor is one of them who uh, lets you podcast for free. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't need to... I mean, it's not a big investment. Once you, you've got a, a microphone and a podcast host, which is free, then you're, you're good to go, right? So... Um... Exactly. And, and I mean, you, you could use it as your personal vocabulary book, for example. Yeah. I'm just making something up. You, you, you can just use it, record something... And then, yeah, it's it's up on the internet and it's for free and it's it's just amazing. Yeah. It, it's not that you you have to to make a a one hundred thousand dollar show <laughs> or something like that. It's uh, <laughs> you you can begin small. Did you feel? I mean, when I first started my podcast, listening back to my voice, I like I was was terrible. Like everyone, everyone hates. Yes. listening to their own voices mm. so how did you overcome that if you if you had this problem i mean i have i have this problem and i don't know maybe i overcame this problem because i i re-listened to the interviews and i i had to re-listen to my own voice as well and it's maybe strange to say but for me it's it has become more normal to listen to my my voice in English than, let's say, when I hear myself speaking my, my dialect. This is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but but English is is pretty okay because I have to say, since I I publish from time to time videos, this has become a greater issue for me because I can't stand watching myself right <laughs> so. i can totally relate to that uh do you think you will start other podcasts other podcast shows in in the future like maybe because you're learning you what language are you learning right now i know that you're learning italian is that what you're f focusing on right now exactly i had also this idea in mind to start my my own youtube channel in Italian, Ooh. but but yeah, but I, I have also recorded myself, but uh, I don't feel comfortable yet to to publish. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I, I need a like a push or or something mm. that uh, yeah that pushes me. I can further. push you. I can push you if you want. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a podcast in Italian. Well, you're so brave, Daniel. I think I think it's very brave of you to. To because start all these projects, yes. Thank you. I think the best idea for me would be to, let's say, to reach out to someone and, and ask an Italian-speaking guy if he were comfortable um, getting interviewed by me or something like that. And then this would push me further, like I have this task before me and then this would be a great challenge. So, Maybe I should go for it. <laughs> I think 
is this is this a request that you're making an official request that you're making right now on Stolaroid stories because yeah. I'm Italian and I speak Italian as a first language so are you asking me to be one of your guests maybe your first guest Ye or or not? yes <laughs> that, that would be amazing but I don't know you said before that you don't feel comfortable being shown shown on on youtube and well would you overcome that for me well, well you already are on on one of my <laughs> videos <laughs> well if you are starting a podcast in italian or, okay. or, a, or a youtube channel in italian there's no way i i'm gonna say no to that so of course of course so it's official daniel it's official it's we are, official we're yes. doing this we're doing this great okay in italian awesome. thank, wow, it would thank be... you so much My thank God, you so would... much and, <laughs> and maybe it could be about your future book i mean about the book that you are writing mm. right now okay maybe yes whatever you want whatever you want it'll be weird it will be really weird for me to speak italian on a on a YouTube channel because I create content in English, so uh, I've never been interviewed um, in my own using my own language. Well, it's okay, great. It's it's another challenge, right? How can you improve yeah. if you don't challenge yourself? This is what exactly. I exactly exactly. You know, so, Daniel. Um, okay, last question. Why would you recommend? starting a podcast if you're learning a language what's the shortest answer that you can give to this question because it's 100% sure that you will improve drastically if you start out your own podcast guaranteed. and if you do it yes guaranteed and if you do it on a regular basis of course 100% guaranteed so you don't need to move to another country you don't need to take no. a language course an exam uh brilliant it, and it's creative it's creative it's a creative way in my opinion to improve yes, and, your language and skills. you have you have endless opportunities or possibilities you can do whatever you want yeah as you said you can be creative you can you can also write a blog post and then read it out loud you can you can make interviews you can record yourself you can just read out a list of vocabulary words you can do whatever you want <laughs> yes yes that's the beauty of it uh daniel very inspiring conversation thank you so much i'm looking forward to uh our <laughs> our interview <laughs> in italian and uh I wish you I wish you all the best with your with all your project with all your language development projects um and thank you so much for being an amazing guest on Stolaroid Stories. Thank you for having me and having listened to my story. Thank you so much Fabio. All right, we're back now. What do you think of this? I mean Think about it. Think about starting your own podcast. Think about the benefits of doing that. You could talk every day with someone, with one of your friends, or you could even have a, sh a solo show 
where you maybe teach something or maybe you give opinions about, I don't know, current news or, I don't know, you could maybe, if you know how to bake cakes, you can explain to the world how to bake cakes. Uh, you could do whatever, you can talk about whatever you want on your own podcast and you can use it to improve your fluency, your speaking skills, your um, pronunciation. You could do whatever you want. It's free. It's free. You don't need a teacher. You don't need a coach, a language school. Um, you don't need to pay. It's amazing. It's amazing. Why are you not doing it? Please do it. All right. And if you start your own show, let me know. Let me know because I want to be one of your guests. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it inspiring. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again in the next episode of Stolaroid Stories with another true story. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye.